day 63 of the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. I'm Keith. We're your host. And uh, yeah, remember, this is a podcast about the Bible, Yeah, but it's about God. The Bible is more like a window than mm-hmm. a mirror. We look through it to see God, yeah. not at it to see us. So yeah. day 63, 1 Samuel 9 through 12, mm. Israel's getting the king that they asked for. Yeah. Man, it's so crazy. Uh, this ain't who y'all want. <laughs> this ain't this who is a, you this want. Is, this is what this is what I just thought about when I read this section, bro. It's like this is not who y'all want. Yo, you want a king? That's what I would give you. Right, right? man. I had a guy who um, used to disciple me in college, and one of the things he used to always say is that God loves us enough not to give us everything we want. Mm. Um, and so like, and his point was. It's, it's, it's a true statement because often what we want is destructive to us right. right? because of the nature of our hearts. And then two, according to scripture, God giving us exactly what we want, ironically, is not an act of blessing, but an act of judgment, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Paul will bring this up in Romans 1, yeah. right? Ultimately, he gives people over to themselves what they really, really want. Right. And we see this here, right? Like God is like, all right, y'all want a king? In fact, y'all want a king like the other nations? This is this is this is the he's, candidate. He's gonna be just like that. He's he he's it. not gonna be trustworthy. He's gonna lack integrity. He's yeah. gonna take your stuff. Yeah, and just know like yeah. And so it's how yeah. Go ahead. How intoxicated people get with what they want mm. that even though God is transparent and saying, "Listen, this is what you you're gonna get." Mm-hmm. They're like, "Nah, fine. No, nah, no, nah, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's fine." Yeah, and it's like. This ain't who you want. This ain't who you want. Yeah. And it's like, the text is so clear. It's so subtle, but it's so like clear. Yo, the text is like, yo, he's tall. Mm. He's impressive. His physical appearance and his status. He was a man of prominence, the right. Bible will say. Right? It's, he's literally, the Bible says, he's set apart from every other Israelite. And like, the Bible is like, yo, trying to give us hints and clues. This is not the guy, right? And this, he will actually contrast with David, who's a little little boy just shepherding on a, yeah. on a farm, right, for his father. Um, and it's like, bro, like, we have to realize what God wants for us is, I think you said it before, like, he wants things for us. Right. Right? Not just things from, from us. us. Yeah, that's yeah. what you say. Yeah. Like, he wants things for us, not just things uh, from us. And we see in this narrative, like, Saul loses his father's d- donkey. And he's traveling with his servant. And it's the servant who says, yo, there's a man of God. Everything he says come true. Let's go to him. Point being, Saul should be the one with the fortitude to right. know that we need spiritual direction on right, this journey. Right, right, Not his servant. So already early on, the text is like... There's something off about something this guy. Something off right? about this cat, right? <laughs> the spiritual uh, maturity of the leaders is what... God is is most concerned right. about. Mm-hmm. Not the dude who can fight the best right, with the right. best hands, right? Yep. <laughs> God is not not the dude with tall who's bigger than everybody. Right. Like he's he's concerned more about the spiritual maturity yeah. of who he sets in place yeah. to rule over his people, bro. Yeah. Yeah, and it's still too this like weird, this complex story when it comes to Saul. Yeah. Cause although Saul is like that, he's also chosen from the least of the tribes, so much so. Yeah. That when God says that he's going to make him king, like, Saul shows a humility yeah. in that um, there's an entitlement when God 
blesses. Mm. There's sometimes God will bless and people will say, it's about time, right? Or when God does bad things, people say, why me? You can spot a humble heart by starting to track when somebody says, why me? And entitled hearts is why me when God does, or or when they think God has done them wrong. Mm. A humble heart says, why me? Yeah, that's good. When God's done them right. Yeah, that's good. And so he's like, yo, why me? Why would you choose me? Yeah. And then up until the day where they're getting ready to anoint him king, Samuel does it in dramatic fashion. All right, this tribe, this group, this it. Saul, it's you. Where's Saul? Mm. My brother's hiding in baggage claim. So you see this guy that's humble, yeah. timid, shy, and yeah. that's how he starts off. Yeah. And it's not long until mm. uh, he Shows he himself. really Yeah. It's not long until he displays that he is the right king for Israel. Mm. Right? You remember Deuteronomy seven. Mm-hmm. God's like, yo, don't think I chose you because you was all that. Yeah, I chose you because you were mm. from the least of the tribes. But make sure that once you get into the land, then I give you what you have. Yeah, that you don't get full and forget me. Yeah, and Saul's life starts off very much like Israel's, mm. unsuspecting, didn't think they could do anything to earn God's favor. Right, and God takes them from the lowest of tribe. Makes him king, yeah, and it don't turn out well. Yeah, it's so, it's so crazy. A few things. One, he's from the tribe of Benjamin, and yeah. Benjamin, uh, especially in the book of Judges, was the most spiritually corrupt tribe. Remember, there was like a civil war for, oh, with yeah. Israel, yeah, 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 and just Benjamin, yeah. right? And so I think the text is is playing on those things. And then one of the things he says, uh, Samuel, uh, well, First Samuel says in chapter nine, he says, um. When Samuel saw Saul, the Lord told him, here is the man I told you about. He will govern my people. That verb for govern in the Hebrew literally is a a verb that means to restrain, right? Mm. And hinder, right? And so it's literally God being super subtle here saying like, he's the, this is the guy, but he's actually going to hold Israel back, right? Mm. And so, yeah, but nonetheless, man, it's so crazy you know, Samuel goes through the whole nine, he anoints him, all of that, like you said, and um, he brings all the people to, to Mizpah, where Benjamin was usually located, and he literally s- declares an act of judgment. He says, yo, this is the king y'all wanted, right? Know that the Lord is not for this, right? right? But he gave you guys what you wanted, mm. and you made your bed, you're going to have to lay in it, yeah. right? And yeah. so, like, yo, Saul is saying, I mean, uh, first uh, Samuel is saying, yo, like, this is what it is, and you guys are going to have to deal with, yeah. the, with the consequences of your actions, bro. And the people finally realize they're going to have to deal with the consequences of their action. I love how, how it ends off. Yeah. Um, Samuel, the person who had, like, mediated God's word to them, the sign of God's presence with them, they're like, yo, Samuel, we done wrong. Pray that God would mm-hmm. help us. And he's like, yo, I mean, how could I sin against God and mm-hmm. cease to pray for you? Yeah. So there's just that clear sign that it's like, you are going to experience the consequences of your action. Yeah. But don't think that that means that um, 
you're forfeiting closeness to God, right. like God's still gonna be present and yeah. be with you through it all. And it really is his his presence is really gonna be the only means through which you're gonna be able to sustain yeah. this and God is going to bring them another king yeah. in David. David. Yeah. Who's gonna be a better one. But he's mm. gonna have his own rise and fall yeah. until eventually God brings a king that yeah. rises and rises and rises and rises and never falls. Yeah, that's so good. And I, I have to say this because this it, it hit me like a ton of bricks when I was reading it. Um in first Samuel eleven, you know, Samuel called everybody in first in first Samuel ten, it was like, yo, this is the king, da da da. Y'all ain't doing right. It's all good. I'm still with y'all. The Lord will still be with y'all. But in 1 Samuel 11, their enemies come against them and Saul delivers them from their enemies, mm. right? So on first glance, they're like, are we good? This is it. This is the dude. This is what we asked for. We good. <laughs> but we do not obey God solely for pragmatic reasons. Mm. We do not obey him and, and look at out, disobey him and look at outcomes like, oh, it's all good. Also, Yo. That would be like, that would be like continually shooting yourself in the foot because you didn't die. Mm. Right? Mm. Like, it's like, yo, I'm not dying. Right. Right? I'm still doing something stupid. I'm still doing something I should harmful. not be doing right. harmful to myself. Yeah. But because I'm not dying, right, I'm going to keep doing it. I think it's all good. No. Right. Right? That's, that's not how it works. At some point. Yeah. Those things. Yeah. Yeah. Catch up. Oh, that's God's grace that yeah we don't experience the fullness of the totality of our oh man sin mm -hmm. it's God's kindness